This Warriors Life Podcast 2021, episode 12. I'm Will Stefan Tackle Evans here with Brad Squirrel Grip Larking. Um, yeah, everyone's still pretty downcast about the Friday night game. Um, first of all, I guess a couple of weeks away for us boys. I was, I was, uh, I was on the road for a couple of weeks, and and yeah, the tech side of things just got way too hard. There's no way that we could have pulled off a pot. I don't think, Brad. It was pretty much two cups and a string type stuff um, while I was away. But uh, good to good to see your face again, hear your voice, bro. How are you? Yeah, it has been a while. It has been a while, bud. Yeah, all that, that cup and string setup's probably what I've been battling with for the last couple of years. So it might have been <laughs> nice for you to see how it feels. Live with the <laughs> come back down off that friggin' tall chair of yours and see what it's like just being a normal human. But uh, yeah, yeah. Long, it has been a couple of weeks. Couple and of a weeks rough, been rough couple of weeks, Warriors-wise. Oh. Horrendous. Horrendous last, how many minutes is it? 80 plus 60 minutes of that Rooters, Roosters game. 140 minutes of absolute shit footy. Yeah. Uh, very disappointing. We sort of, we were pretty confident going in against the Roosters. Um, and just blown away, obviously. Adam Fanua Blake getting injured didn't help. Um, then I'm getting rolled out for four months, absolutely crushing, and back it up with a pretty, uh, I don't know where you'd rank it, it's probably somewhere in the top 10% of most frustrating, disappointing Warriors losses. Um, but I mean, you know, we've had a lot worse, I guess. It yeah. Just, yeah. For me, it just exposed uh, the Warriors recruitment this year as a bit of a mirage with Adam Fanua Blake. Just um, kind of disguising that it's a that they haven't really gained too much um, overall as far as no. Goes. no, I, I think our forwards are still great. Our backs are dog shit at the moment. I think the forwards are going all right. It was hard luck, hard luck not having Bunty there last week as well. Yeah, sort of there are a few sh- that compounded that. Yeah, but um, yeah. I, I think I'm not too unhappy with the Fords, and the good thing with the Fords, at least we've got some options as a rotation to give a couple of things a go. The backs at the moment, they're, they're, they're breaking me. They are yeah. breaking me. And we've got some injuries out there, obviously having Hiku and Aiken, uh, our first choice centres out, is, are, is a bit of a uh, bit of a handicap there. But, you know, wingers aren't getting any ball, and a lot of that's also to do with our halves. Uh, Jesus, just an unthreatening backline at the moment. Oh. Our, our wingers are just passengers on attack, and we, they're getting heaps from the supporters. And they're obviously not playing overly well, but man, there's definitely a lot. Uh, a lot of the blame goes on the shoulders of the inside men too. Yeah, I'm sick of I'm sick of our backs not tr- not trying to beat a man or run at a gap. They all just try and run over the top of someone. And anyone at NRL level is going to t- tackle you nine times out of ten. Yeah. It's just it's just trying to muscle your way over the top. It's like, Jesus, how about a step or getting in a hole? Or I know then the halves should be running someone in a hole, but it, it's so listless at the moment. It's, they're just, they've got, it's like they're gun-shy when they get in the 20-metre line. And it's so slow. Um, the ball, like, I mean, every, I reckon I'd love to see some stats. I'd love to see how... Little Ken and Fosser getting the ball, you know, inside the 30 or 40 of the opposition compared to every other win combination in the NRL. Like, they're just yeah. getting up. There's no overlaps. 
Foss, like, Foss is copping it big time. Um, when was the last time he saw an overlap? Like, I mean, he's just getting the he's getting rubbish ball if he gets any at all. Um, yeah, yeah, there, there, there is that there is that fight to it, that argument. Um, in saying that, they're both too, quality ball. But in saying that, it does seem like they're too slow for mm. this fast pay. You know, they're great trucking the ball out. They make a ton of yards. They're, Ken's intent was better on the weekend in this hundredth game. Did score that try. Fuss, I thought again was good carting the ball out. Um, but yeah, they just don't have that zip. They, you know, two of them's, two of them's one too many. Two of them is just one too many in this yeah. new game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we do need Cody. Was he had me pulling my hair out in the weekend? That it was, was he was diabolical. I'd, there's just no defence of that, and he could come out and be man of the match this week be a perfect 10 it wouldn't change my opinion because you can't have him playing like he did last week and playing like he the anonymous display against Newcastle in that yeah. short space of time it's just pointless having him have a, a couple of good games he's a flat track bully he took advantage of the of the Raiders injuries and was great then um somehow got three Dally M points against the Titans off the back of a dominant forward effort but yeah flat track bully for me he just can't handle it when it gets tough you can't you can't have a half playing a good game every four or five games. You can't be carrying him for four bad games because he can do something special in the fifth game. He he need, the sooner he steps up and becomes a higher a higher our ho higher and yeah. takes on that role. That's totally. It's the only time. Just it's the Sirole, only. Sirole was born to play. It's the only role that he I accept him to play for the Warriors. It's. He's not our half for the next few years. It's yeah. His ceiling, his ceiling is not particularly high. Like he can, he's a brilliant attacker. But as far as an all-round complete game, there is no way that he's even his best game is seventy percent of Sean Johnson's best game. Um, he's far more likely to have a quieter game than Johnson ever was, despite what many people seem to think. And and that was just appalling. The the last twenty minutes in that game, okay, the mistake on the try line, maybe a bit of bad luck, but he still fucked up. He still made that mistake. <laughs> it was so crucial. And then this was almost worse. You'd got to set for the field goal. A couple of minutes to go, he throws that low percentage hospital pass for Murchie when we're twenty out, and Murchie spilled it. Uh, it was a tough one to take. It was just the wrong option. He, I just could not believe it. Yeah, dear, he's he's slowly breaking me. He's breaking me. And as the like, and the other guy, Sean O'Sullivan, he he didn't have a great game, but he tried his guts out. Yeah, he I mean, tried his guts out. There was a couple of people on the uh, TWR comments claiming that that O'Sullivan was worse uh, than Nakarima. Well, O'Sullivan no. didn't make give up a try with an error. Uh, O'Sullivan scored a great solo try, despite being probably the slowest half since Blake Rance <laughs> was uh, was at the Warriors. Um, it's like he's, he's a goer. He's, he's like a goer. He ran. He had 120 run meters again. He's over 100. Run, like I mean, you've got to love his effort and his and his intent. And yeah, he was pretty clunky on attack. Uh, that right side was was not getting going at all, but you know, it was it was a well old machine compared to the to the right hand side that Cody's on. Once yeah. he it's a second game. Once he once he gets week in, week out, I think he's gonna get a whole lot more comfortable, O'Sullivan. I don't I think 
I think we need to shop for another half, but I, I wouldn't mind him being a lieutenant to a, a 90, 80 minute, another half, and CHT in a hooker. Yeah, maybe. Like, Green is, I mean, O'Sullivan has a fair bit of green about him, just, uh, you know, always on the ball. Half. Um, yeah, probably a bit more of a running game. Slow as buggery, but uh, makes it work for him. And, yeah, just a, b- a bit of a goer. Um, he looks like he's dragging one. Of, he's still got the tyre hooked on him from it training. <laughs> yeah, they do that resistance training or a parachute. Looks like he's got one of them on him. He tries, but he's just not going anywhere in a hurry. Uh, I'm no speedster, and Brad, you probably lost a couple of yards, but I reckon we might have him covered over 50. <laughs> God, that'd be a, I'd love to take him on. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty slow. I'm pretty slow now, but yeah, I reckon maybe, maybe. What about who else rattled your cage? Well, there's a few. Okay, I'll just <laughs> get, get this out of the way. I got a bit of stick uh, for giving Jack Murchie a 4.5. Um, in the player ratings, he ran for over 100 metres. He made that line break to set up the try for Ken, although he almost butchered it. That is worth uh, worth mentioning <laughs> with big Jason and Saab's mitt coming out. Um, but the okay, the error maybe not so much as bold as Cody's, but then to cough the ball up when you're carting it out, we're, we're headed for the golden point a minute to go, and he uh, coughs it up on about halfway. It was, had Ashton Sims in the 2008 semi against the Storm all, written all over it. Uh, you just got to hang on to that. Got to put it under your jumper, as they say, Yeah. and, uh, and get those hit-ups done. You cough it up, you, um, yeah, you pay the penalty. Um, and I, it cost I, I the game. Think it, 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 yeah, it did. It, it, it actually did. That happened. Yeah. That gave them the opportunity. It lost us the game in the 80 minutes anyway. Cherry, um, Evans, Cherry Evans would have kicked a golden point field goal 95% sure anyway, but it would have got us to golden point. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, what happened before the game, as it was kicking off, I didn't have a good feeling at all. I just no, I, you know, I was just no. not comfortable with the whole thing. I said to my boy, me and Ted were sitting there watching, I said, see that dick with the long neck there? He'll win, he'll win this game for him. And uh, sure, sure as shit, me and, I Ted was on his way to bed. I had to get Ted out of bed and show him. See, I told you. I told you. That. And he got. I just had to tell him to hate Cherry Evans for the rest of his life. Um, so I'd, I'd have to say Cherry Evans is the biggest villain in Warriors history as far as uh, singing us the most time. More than Maloney, more than Cameron Smith, more than Kronk or Slater. Um, it's, the, it's the third time he's kicked a field goal to beat us. He's done it twice in Golden Point. And then there's another one, which... Uh, so I was, I was in Queenstown, and I was watching uh, watching the game with, at Weezer's house. Big Warriors fan, Weez. Um, and he he reminded me of the first... It was the first Warriors game he actually ever went to live. He was living in Perth. Um, Warriors are up by 18 points. And, oh, and bottled, bottled, 2012, bottled the lead. Cherry Evans with two tries in the last five minutes and two freak tries to uh, to win it. So it's the fourth game he's single-handedly come up with the match-winning play against. And, you know, he also, as a rookie in the grand final, was uh, too good for us. Uh, yeah, he. I'd say he's the greatest player to ever play against the Warriors as, as far as influence on results. Oh, he's such a wanker. He's so <laughs> easy to dislike, that dude. Just the look on his face. You just want to slap him. 
And he's got Evans in the um in his surname. And speaking of the first Evans to uh, debut for the Warriors, Kane Evans, oh. two horrific handling errors. I mean, you could tell he was probably going to be a, not a value for money signing. He made he made over hundred meters, which I was surprised about, but it, he just reeks of of someone that is going to be incredibly frustrating. Uh, what? Honest, I'm not a huge fan of these big, tall forwards that run upright. As soon as they get hit, someone's under their ribs driving them back again after they've hit the line. They just get pushed backwards so often. And he doesn't he doesn't really show any intent with the boy. I wish he was a big, angry bastard. He's built like Kikau, but yeah. he plays like Tolman um, <laughs> without, without the reliability. <laughs> Tolman. Poor old Aiden, he's just yeah, a toiler, he isn't he? Um, yeah, I don't know. They were the Warriors' uh, management had a massive boner about Kane Evans being a different body shape. Um, you know, it doesn't matter if he's no good. Yeah, yeah, could yeah, he could have my body shape? <laughs> he could be built like the Iron Giant, and uh, but if he can't play footy. So, you know, we'll see how many more chances he gets. He's been named in the 17 this week. We'll come to next week's lineup shortly, but we haven't finished uh, bagging everyone yet. So, uh, Who's next? Egan? Are you going to go for Egan there? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to lead off on Egan? Oh, mate, this, dude, this dude is... Why, why does he think he's earned the right to play like the best football player that's ever played but doesn't have the skill to play like the best football player that's ever played? So... Um, Look, uh, uh, particularly after Fonzie, great friend of the show. Um, Fonzie? He's, he's, uh, he's been an Egan apologist, and I've listened to a lot of what Fonzie's had to say, and, and, he, and Fonzie's a great student of the mechanics of rugby league and the subtleties. And I've, I've come around to a fair bit of what he said about Egan, but um, even Fonzie can't stick up for him the last couple of weeks. He was poor against the Roosters, and he was dreadful against the... Uh, Seagulls on Friday. And, okay, the no-look passer just kind of blotted that out. It uh, doesn't bother me as much anymore unless it, you know, goes to ground. But then the no-look kick the other night, unforgivable. Oh, it's just And just what he decides, what options he decides to take when we're on the line is just painful. Every Man. no, every time we're inside the 15 metres or 10 metres, you know that there's going to be one wasted tackle from him trying to burrow over and every about, single time. And, if, and about three wasted tackles of him sending a crash ball onto a, a Warriors forward that's got four defenders on him. That, it was probably not so much uh, so prevalent against the Seagulls because they're dropping the ball on the second or third tackle on every attacking set. But against the Roosters, that's all they had. They're just trying to ram over with guys yeah. struck like half a metre off the ruck. It was mental. When was when was the last time the Warriors played Warriors footy? Twenty mm, when Sean before Sean Johnson left. Yeah, it would be. Eh? Um, yeah, no, nah, he's. But the the annoying, the frustrating thing with Egan, the couple of times he has simplified what he's up to out there, it's been awesome. He yeah, is good. He's a good player, but these just these ridiculous tricks trick plays, always trying to do something special. He doesn't need it. How many metres did he run for? Um, I've got the uh, stats here. So he ran for six runs for 38 metres. 
That's, yeah, a, good, that's a lot for him. It is one of, ice bar. Well, he had one, one run for two metres, I think, the previous week, something like that. Um, <laughs> um, he, yeah, I just... He's I, not, think, I think maybe he needs someone to back him up. Maybe it's not all his fault. We need someone that can maybe give him 20 minutes. And maybe he's not the 80-minute hooker. Yeah, well, there's, there's no shame in that. There's not that many 80-minute hookers. Um, and do you know who his perfect foil up. would be? The perfect Cody. foil would be Cody Hohoya. Yeah, exactly. And uh, everyone forgets. Like, I mean, okay, fair enough. Cody wants to be your 80-minute 5'8 uh, or whatever. But it is worth remembering. Um, I'm just trying to vamp here while I bring up the stats. I, I want to be an astronaut, but it doesn't – I'm not going to be because I'm not good at it. Hey, but, yeah, you're a bit more self-aware than Cody, I think, Brad. <laughs> um, Have we so, padded enough? Cody is, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cody has actually never started a game at hooker. He started one test hooker for New Zealand, but he's come off the bench 47 times in his 120-odd NRL games. He played the role to some acclaim at Brisbane, including as a rookie playing in a grand final. I'll always remember um, the it was the qualifying final uh, before the uh, in 2015, before the Broncos ultimately went on to lose that grand final of the Cowboys. But he basically won them the game against the Cowboys two, uh, three weeks earlier with a brilliant um, break from dummy half because he was playing in that you know middle period of the game, um, you know taking Andrew McCulloch off, making a break. He's brilliant at that. And he doesn't, you know, have that same responsibility. People talk about him being an average defender and he isn't great, but he's Defending in the middle, there's no decisions to make. There's no, um, you know, you're just putting your, yourself in front of the, in front of the bodies and yeah, you, yeah exactly. Yeah, and it's not in space. It's it's uh, yeah, oh, it's far better suited. I think, you know, week to week playing as a as a fourteen, and you know, half gets injured, then you got a half decent replacement. Yeah, yeah. Swallow your pride, eh? Um, <laughs> I think and Paul Turner would be such a more exciting option. That's is he the only other half option at the moment? If you did shift yeah. that though, well, there's a bit of oh, you know, Chanel is obviously five or six weeks away. Um, yeah, Hayes Perrin played five eight for Redcliffe. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Hayes top. coming on a wing or a centre though. Yeah, yeah, well, I think he should have should uh, be a bit given a chance there in in the back line um, at. And in the halves, I think he would actually go all right. He, he, I'd watch the highlights in the weekend. He had a couple of nice touches. Kicked yep. a penalty goal on the siren to win him the game. Um, yeah. I'm, not, I'm still not convinced with Montoya. Like I, I know he, he just seemed apparent the other day because he had some energy. But he's ungainly. He's like a newborn calf trying to get around <laughs> out there. He's stumbling around and he's limping hit. and bumping and tripping and... But yeah, I'd, I'd have Perrin instead of Montoya. Especially Perrin on a wing and Put Hickey back in the centres. What? What? Has Montoya played Hickey out of the centre starting position? I can only assume that there's going to be some rejigging. There is absolutely no way. If if that's how they run out and Hickey's on the wing and Montoya's at centre, they'll just give up on Nathan Brown straight away. There's no way that's a good option. No. They're crying out for Hickey's creativity in the centres. Montoya is not a creative centre, and he can probably, you know, he's a strong ball runner, can probably finish. So He could probably finish a play quite nicely, yeah. yeah. He might be our Jason Saab. 
Yeah, yeah. Jason Saab, how much pace does he have? He made the... Um, oh, the cord, that was... Like cord, as soon question. as he took off the other day, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> He's way faster than everyone. Yeah. Why you got to do Ken like that on his 100th game, man? Oh, I know. Who else are we bagging? Um, I think that's... Yeah, um, I think we've... Uh, um, no, I think that's everyone... Uh, couple of guys that deserve a rap. I mean, they're using Roger all wrong or he's having to do work that he shouldn't. But, man, 30 runs. Yeah. It's insane. Um, led the team for metres, obviously, 259 and tackle breaks with six and, and uh, the only line break assist of the game that set up that first try. I thought he was better than what people are giving him credit for under circumstances. Tom Arley, good off the bench. Yeah, and that's that's going that's... – we will cover that. That we'll cover in our team list later. I'm not happy he hasn't made the team. Yeah, uh, deserved to be there ahead of Evans. Uh, that's for sure. Despite what our pal Jonathan McNeil might have to say on the Facebook thread there, um, having a bit of John. trouble interpreting some stats there. Uh, good to see the other. Uh, TWR regulars piling in on him though. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Dog pile. <laughs> uh, no, I think that's about it as far as the uh, the bouquets go. Oh, Jazz was great actually. Um, and a yeah. losing 16 yeah. runs, 145 metres, um, team high 51 tackles, and just, yeah, dog had come out of the line. Put That's probably the highlight. Um, was oh, yeah, one that. from Jazz and, and Montoya, and Fuss put a great one on Walker, which I thought was borderline shoulder charge. It was a shoulder charge. <laughs> I, I, I still haven't even seen Bunty's one. Yeah, it's but like the commentator said, oh, yeah, good he arms tackle. Up. It's like it wasn't an arms tackle at all, mate. Yeah, do, do you know what wrapping arms mean? <laughs> um, anyway, um, Fuss is out injured, so maybe a bit of calm there for, for what? Do you know what's hard after a loss like that is when you're when you're just hitting the couch. You're like, "Oh, I'll see what's on." So you hit channel fifty four on Sky. It's like, "Oh, what what league's on?" And what, having to watch, I don't reckon they should replay an effort like that. <laughs> yeah, they shouldn't be replayed. Like I've got home today and I had, well, Ted went to rugby training and I was just here with the youngest and I was cooking dinner. I was like, "Oh, I'll just sneak on some league while I'm cooking some dinner." Friggin' the last 10 minutes of me oh. <laughs> that game, I was like, you can eat a bowl of dick. So I watched Aussie Gold Hunters. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was watched Russell, as... Russell and Shane, Russell and Shane sitting up their dry blower. <laughs> uh, what was equally tough for me and Wees on Friday night, watching Penrith and um, Penrith and Canberra go around, watching some actual quality teams play footy. Yeah. As, much as it was admirable that Manly got the win, geez, that was some bottom four quality footy. Oh, I know. Oh, that know. was a bad watch. A bad, bad watch. You turn that off after 20 minutes if you're not interested in the result. I still don't think we're in the bottom four, but I reckon we're closer close than we were before. the eighth than I thought I would, we were. Yeah, I'm starting to get a bit worried about Tally's premonitions here. Um, mm. I'm a bottom four team. I might to stay a bit quiet on that for a bit <laughs> because there's bottom four teams that have that turned things around in uh, round five, which we'll touch on during the round preview. Um, yeah, I think that's, I don't think I can talk about that game too much. More. Nah, 
I'll tell you one thing we've got to look forward to, though, is the arrival of old Riso. Oh, Riso. Jeez, I, I, um, he seems like a likeable cat. I watched his, his interview with uh, on Cameron George's On the Road with the Vardafone Warriors 2021 Facebook page. He seems yeah. like a really nice cat and uh, excited to be there. And I think he's uh, part Maldi, I read somewhere as well. So a bit of a Kiwi connection there. I didn't realise he was a Kibra Park product as well. Yeah, yep. So that gives him more. Yeah, more. More credit. Uh, yeah, uh, I still don't know why he's not allowed to play until round 11, but I've seen it everywhere, so I'm guessing it's true. He's got to go straight on a wing, doesn't he? 100% or in the centre. If they're still battling, yeah. Because well, I was interested to uh, hear that he is running down his rep, uh, junior rep history. So he played for one of the Queensland age group teams in the halves and, uh, and at lock, I think. Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah, so he's, you know, it's not like he's a an out-and-out out number one. Obviously, that's what we brought him for. But, yeah, the, the imagine idea we that... Found a, imagine we found an absolutely nuts 5'8 to go with CHT. Yeah, well... You can buy a good fullback. Like, fullback, yeah, far out. Yeah, I'm well, really excited about this, dude. I, really I mean, excited. It's not out of the question to give him a run in the number six and a sort of Whiten-type running... Five eight role if if yeah. uh, you know, got the chance. Um, so a lot who of was he playing like, for in the Queensland Cup? Was he playing for the Dolphins? No, he's at North Devils and Carling. So up. now does he go play for the Dolphins for a few weeks? Um, I don't know if he's. Yeah, I don't know what the go is this weekend. But probably, yeah. I, you know, be kind of a bit brought him down to Central Coast. They probably just want him to settle in. But then I guess they also wanted to get some game time. I guess we can probably expect to see him play for the Dolphins sometime before round 11, get a, keep his match fitness up and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just something about his highlights. He's just such a frenetic, game-breaking-looking player and he's exactly what we need in a pretty stodgy-looking back line as it is at the moment. Yeah. Roger excluded. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd just say give him any, any jumper from two to six. I don't care who misses out. Uh, <laughs> seriously, maybe Hicker. Hicker can probably stay. Yeah, I reckon Hicker would be the other one I'd keep, but I think I'm with you if those other, or any of the others. I'm fine by me. Um, I did have one other thought about him. It's escaped my mind though. But yeah, can't wait to to see him uh, get a crack. There's been a few people saying that he. Uh, on the TWL threads, like, oh, you know, bring him along slowly, develop him, blah, blah, blah. You ruin him if you chuck him in too early. I mean, the best fullbacks usually, it's not like they get their first NRL start at fullback. That's pretty rare. Billy Slater started on a wing. It, you know, it happens at Minichello had a couple of seasons on the wing. Yeah. Um, you know, Roger got, started oh, on the wing. Yeah, yeah, Roger started on the wing. Bowen, you know, off the bench. You know, getting that NRL experience is going to be more valuable, I think, in playing alongside Roger rather than you know going and carving up at fullback for for the Dolphins. I don't, I don't reckon bringing those young ones if they're a bat, bringing them off the bench. I don't think that does them any good at all. What does ten minutes do at the end? Mm. How can what? you get and learn the trade at ten minutes at the end? Chuck them out there for the game. Far out. Yeah, it's not like I mean that was circumstantial the other day with um, 
Montoya going off, but you know, I don't think Turner would have grabbed a whole lot of confidence from nah. playing the last twenty minutes of centre. Uh, yeah, but nah, get them out there and get the feel of the whole game, not at the end. If you because nine times out of ten, you're only coming on if the results done. It's either you've won by plenty or lost by plenty, yes. and that's not really that's not teaching you much about the game. I don't think. Yeah. Um. So we talked about hookers. I yeah. I mean, what's your gut feel, Brad? Are we? Are they, I kind of feel like the Warriors are so all in on Egan that they're not going to look for someone. They're going to at least let him play an entire season terribly before they're even going to rethink. Uh, seems that way. How long is he on the books for? Is he off oh, contract yet? Nah. Couple of years. No, I think I think they'll stick with him. And I, I, there's a, there's some there to warrant sticking with him. But at the <laughs> moment, they really need to pull his head in and give him, tell him what he should be doing. It's, it's terrible, terrible. It, it, was, weeks. it was so much better. And he was coming off the bench most of last year. It's worth remembering when the Warriors were playing better with Lawton starting, and that was yeah. the best. Uh, you know, the, so that's quite telling too. Yeah, I think he. I think he's good, best suited like in a dual hooking role with someone else coming on. I don't think he's eighty minutes. He's not eighty minutes. He can, he's a, and I have to say, in his defense, his defense is loose. Jeez, he can put some tackles in. He's an mm. amazing defender. Yeah. So he offers a lot that way. But it's not our defense that's the problem at the moment. It doesn't seem to be. No, I'd rather a hooker that missed a couple more tackles a game and was, you know, gave solid Laid on eight points like, service the games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the probably the thing working in his favour. There's not a lot of hookers on the market. I'm just scrolling through the off-contract players now. Jake Granville's popping up. I think he's past it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. God, I hate Jake. Jake. No, I don't hate Jake Granville, but I hate Jake Granville. <laughs> I get what you mean. He's probably a great bloke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen anyone else that is a genuine number nine, except, in, again, Jacob Little at the Tigers, who's, you know, probably not. Sigiaro is banned. Uh, yeah, where is he? Where is Sigiaro at the moment? I think, he's, I think he's just about to, he's not signed with anyone, but I think he's got some drag ban or something at the moment, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, that does ring a bell, actually. Yeah, yeah so I think I think it must be, I see popped up in the news the other day saying they're like talking Broncos. Broncos name got chucked in there. Oh, I'll take him. Um, Fair enough. Oh yeah, we'll talk about them in the the, the pre-game highlight show. But uh, far so, out. Yeah, I don't know if there's no options. There's no options. He's not terrible, he, and we know he can play better. No, but we just need some. I think we just need to get someone. I mean, I've been so dead against Jazz playing hooker. Because I think I kind of feel like it weakens two positions, but you're almost better off giving Egan a spell for 20 yeah. and getting Jazz in there just because, you know, Jazz does a job at yeah. dummy and he wasn't, he hasn't been terrible recently when he's been. And he'd, chuck- snipe, around, he'd snipe around some lazy defenders at marker yeah. and. He'll yeah. be better. Yeah. yeah. He would be better. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Cody Hihaias, Cody Hihaias, the fix. Yeah, uh, Brown's guys. The Brian's going to be on the wall if we lose another, you know, three or four games, and Cody yeah. and Egan 
playing as poorly as they have for the last, oh, last couple of weeks. He's going to be backed into a corner, surely. Out of it. We've fallen back to belting up on Nicarima after oh, thinking we've oh, already beaten everyone. Oh, <laughs> we've gone straight back at them. But I, honestly, I, I swear it, Cody could play the greatest game of all time this weekend. I, I just won't trust them still. I just, last no. week, it was the, the last draw for me as far as, thing. you know, he's their senior half. He's on over half a million a year. Um, he's got to take control and he did the um, Yeah. And so we'll talk about the halves and what we, we may do in the future. It's, yes. Cody's off contract. Um. Sean Sullivan's off contract, but I've, I've been pretty impressed with him under the circumstances. And um, and won't three... be coming with much of a bell either, O'Sullivan. No, no, exactly. What thirteenth, twelfth or thirteenth first grade game? Yeah. So it's you know it's less than um, Chanel. Um, speaking of Chanel, uh, I wish pe- uh, I know he's not playing at the moment, so it's not really happening. But I, oh, I wish people could get his surname around the right way. It's not that hard. I mean, the amount of people that call him um, Tavita Harris, Daryl Halligan, by far the worst offender. But, I mean, no one's calling uh, Roger Sheik to Avasa. I mean, just learn it, for God's sake. <laughs> it is... Or, or Nick, or Clockstar yeah. Nickel. Yeah. Uh, or they'll just stay... The, they'll just... Um, or they'll just say one of the names. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's good enough. Close enough. Well, to be honest, I'm probably a bit of a... I'm probably guilty of absolutely butchering his name, but I just can't lock it in. Chanel, CHT. I'm just going to have to roll CHT. Yeah, yeah, if, I, yeah. if I ever hyphenate a name, here's something for the listeners out there, a little, little behind the curtains bit of info. If I go the AFB or the CHT, <laughs> it means I can't remember their name. <laughs> hey, I'd rather Halligan did that instead of on a pre-recorded show, call him Chanel Tavita Harris, and they, <laughs> and, they, and they can't even be bothered editing it out. The stray oh, dog. I, I hear that. I hear, um, oh, he's... Oh, he's so... How does he get a job? How does he get a job? Is he sleeping with the owner or something? Uh, in saying that, he's still, you know, mid to high level of the New Zealand Rugby League, former player, media talent. We just can't produce them. The panel... We can't produce the... a player and a media talent. No, you're well, dead right. The Sky Sport panel has... Uh, look, they're all great people, but, man... You compare it to the Fox Sports, it is garbage, really. And, and, and yeah, I know this is a whole lot of pot calling kettle black too. Us, us giving it to Daryl Halligan about how piss poor he is at media. We, <laughs> we are terrible at media. We're doing this for free. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing. That. Yeah, no one's paying our wage to do it. Um, yeah. He's terrible. He's terrible. I'll, I'll, I'll give Monty Beatham a shout out here. I think Monty goes all right. He um, does. And and the good thing about Monty, he doesn't shirk saying the um tough thing. A lot of them are too matey mate with all the boys still that they never yeah. they never want to put the boot in. But Monty just he doesn't mind just chucking it straight out there. So you're right. And oh Goran Paladin. I reckon he's he's real good at Warriors. Oh yeah, he's a, he's a uh, massive um he's a professional. Uh, yeah, uh, Adam Blair still feeling his way. Um, 
and I've, I've been impressed with the way he, he doesn't mind saying such and such isn't isn't doing what he should. He's but a likable looking character. That bloody smile of his, eh? He's, yeah. he's such a likable looking dude. Um, I think that's why he's getting away with it a little bit with me at the moment. I think he'll get better too. He's he's they've obviously that's part of the reason they told him to quit the footy. He's just walked into a lot of uh, media gigs. Yeah, you can't can't turn the channel fifty four on during the day without seeing him um, yeah, yeah. in an ad or in a show. Next thing so, you know, but, he'll, be, he'll be doing so. He'll be doing an ad for Chemist Warehouse. <laughs> seen that latest one? What's his name? Dan Carter. Dan Carter. Jeez, he whores himself out like no one oh, else. Dan alive. My father in law is livid over that. Big <laughs> He's fuming. He's just yeah. It's such oh, a low need to do that. Like, I mean, what what's next? Fucking TJ Perinara doing an ad for peaches and cream or something. Like, it's, that's the equivalent. <laughs> it's, it's it's out of it. It's so it, 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 surely he can say no. He must be just a yes man. He doesn't need the oh, money. He must be absolutely minted. Like they must have made him so just such a big offer. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, just, yeah, or someone's got something over him. He's, you know, he's getting all his uh, painkiller addiction from Chemist Warehouse or something. Getting his Xanax, yeah. making it syrup. We're probably bordering on libel here, so that was obviously satire. <laughs> satire. Yeah, it's definitely jokes. Jokes, <laughs> DC. Jokes, DC. Uh, um, yeah, no. Nah. Got to, yeah, big dog's got to get paid, DC. All good, mate. Um, moving on. Well, no. Do we need to move? Do we need to talk more about this half situation? Because what is this? What's the solution? We've got if Nickarim is not the long term solution at the moment on our books, we've got O'Sullivan, Turner, Harris, Devita, and Perrin. Is there a NRL quality pairing for what the Warriors need to be a top four pushing a top eight push, pushing top four team in amongst those four? Not the right pairing. That's no. the that's the fact of the matter. Not. All, all of them are all right in their own, especially CHT, O'Sullivan, Turner. But I don't think any of them work as a combo on the field at the same time. No, and I think CHT, as much as we love him, we love his uh, effort and you know how he puts on a big hit and all that. But he's, I think his ceiling is a bit lower than yeah. we probably like it to be. I, I, I definitely someone I see, I read it some of the other day. I definitely wouldn't mind exploring the option or seeing if he could turn into a hooker. He'd be a mighty. Yeah. He, he loves putting the hip in. It'd be yeah. pretty good yeah. at a dummy half. Um, I, don't, I just I just probably need to look a bit more at his surface serviceability out of half in terms oh, of his passing. Sure like he's got a nice decent passing game and you know good footy. Because he's gonna, he's going to turn. He's he's a warrior. That, he's a warrior. That kid. He's yeah. tough as all hell. I think he's captain the Warriors for sure, um, but he's probably not going to be your your next Sean Johnson. No, I, I don't think he's going to be ever big enough to be a to go one of those halves to a locking sort of situation. Yeah, I don't know. Do you reckon he could be a lock? Um, probably too small, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, to yeah, but it doesn't look like he's got the body that could handle putting on no. that. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I reckon him and a hooking with. Definitely off the bench. Um, but yeah, then we still need someone to. Yeah, to, I know. But there's, uh, there's quite a few on the market next year, isn't there? Yeah, kind of. I've, just, I've been looking at it. Um, you know, the Anthony Milford is obviously going to pop up. That's probably the last thing we need. 
Um, Scott Drinkwater, still not convinced. He had a big game against yeah. uh, Tigers. Um, Tanner Boyd's one worth looking at if if the Titans are going to persist with Fogarty and Taylor. I'd rate Tanner Boyd. Um, yeah. Bit of versatility too. Reynolds, I think, would just be absolutely perfect for what the where the stage the Warriors are at. He's the exact half they need. Um, yeah. But he's got people crawling all over him. Cowboys, Broncos, Sharks. Um, Tigers would have him in a heartbeat, I think. Yeah, I'd, I'd, happily, I'd happily put a bob in, though. You'd have to have one on him just to bob yeah, in no. to try and get him. Yeah. If they, think they've, if they think they've got a premiership window, I'd absolutely think they should um, have a stab at Reynolds, but I don't know that they will. No, he's, he's don't think a long way down the list for him yeah, in terms of options. Yeah, he's got a few kids. He's a Sydney boy. I just don't see him, you know, t- taking us unless if there's some other uh, good options on the table for him. And obviously the other one, the um, the big elephant in the room, is the yeah. off-track Sean Johnson. I know. God, that would be the per- but that, that would be the perfect fit for me. The, the thing is, and I mean, I just don't think it will happen with the current management. I don't see them swallowing um, enough pride to make it happen. Um, I think Sean will come. I uh, don't think they'll do it. But uh, with all the available options and the way that, you know, halves are looking at the moment, he'd just be absolutely the the best option out there, barring maybe Reynolds. Yeah. Although you could probably you could probably sniff oh you could probably get um Brooksy quite easy. <laughs> yeah, bro- oh man. If, Brooksy if they make play for him, I you know, just maybe just would have to wrap the show up for but a couple. I think I don't think we the uh, the only concern I'd have for like a Tanner Boyd in that we're all we're I think we need we've got the inexperience I think we yeah. need some experience. Yeah, it's just another half of twenty games played. Yeah, and that's all well, but I think we are close to there's a, there's only a few pieces to put together now to actually challenge Premiership wise. Like it, but a half hooker or oh, it's our spine. We just need a spine. Well, but let's let's be real for a second. The spine is a shambles at present. It is. Right, Rogers leaving, so we've got a, a, a player that hasn't played first grade yet. I'm sure he's going to be good, but you know, a lot of pressure to put on him. Halves a mess, um, and Hooker quite underwhelming. So yeah, but yeah, so a Hooker, a winger. I reckon a Hooker, a winger, and a half. Will be some good buys for next yeah. year. Yeah. Well, we've got the money to play with, so hopefully, yeah. yeah. We, uh, well, I mean, we got Adam Fanua Blake when he was on, uh, still on contract. So yeah, um, that's it. It's a it's a it's weird not, old world out there. Look, the, look at the off contract list, and it's fairly slim pickings, really, for who you think might come. Um, but yeah, that doesn't that's mean. Sure. No. Um, okay, we're well, moving on. I guess. Jeez. Well, We've, uh, we've had a blowout, haven't we? Bit of time. Yeah, we're going to have to... I, I don't know if you've got any West Coast weirdos you want to talk about this week, or should we just crack into the... Uh, no, no I haven't really thought of any weirdos. West Coast, hang on, West Coast weirdos. That's not what it was called. <laughs> Isn't it? What was it? West Coast weirdos. Was it called West Coast weirdos? I always thought it was Tales of Renanga or that. Or someone's just really said what they really think. But, no, that uh, might have been some of the private uh, messages I've been getting. <laughs> um, nah, let's. We're gonna have to rattle through quickly through this um, 
yeah, yeah. okay well we've got a bit to talk about yeah man this is what happens when you take a couple of weeks off you can't shut us up okay well straight into it your team you've been gagging to talk about them thursday night brisbane broncos penrith panthers oh we are witnessing the slowly unhinging of kevy walters the poor bugger and we talked about this pre-season that it's already cut some part of the seams in the preseason. Yeah, <laughs> now he's just slowly losing it. He's going to be picking up ciggy butts outside bus stops in no time, that dude. <laughs> well, I think we talked about it just before the show. Um, uh, hesitating calling it a show. It's just something you say. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it almost seems more gutted as a fan than as an under-pressure coach. He loves yeah. the He's a club legend. He's a premiership-winning captain. You know, just it's painful to watch. Oh, it's he's. I think he's slowly coming to the realization he hasn't got the skill set or the answers to fix it at the moment. I don't think he, the roster is just far worse than he's than he thought. He's finally swung the axe on Milford, um, and who can blame him? But you know, it doesn't leave him with. It's just uh, throwing, throwing Brodie Croft and Tom Dead into the Lions up against Jerome Luai and Nathan Clare in the on-fire Panthers. Oh, they got the Panthers. Oh, sorry, I, I even misheard you saying they got the Panthers. Yeah. Oh, they're going to get rolled. Yeah, uh, it's a yeah, thankless task at the moment for them. Uh, they have yeah. got the sprinkling of a good team, but it's just... It's like they all get billeted out for the week to do their training at other teams and then come back on Saturday to play the game. Uh, uh, yeah, they, they've got no idea. I can't, what, what even happened last week? I just know they're going appalling. Yeah, I haven't got oh, they got thumped, thumped by the Rabbitohs on Thursday night. Put up oh, right. about 15 minutes and, yeah, 35-6. So, uh, yeah, near the bottom of the table, we're going to be staving off the spoon, although they are one of... They're actually 12th, unbelievably. Four teams are going worse than them at the moment, statistically. Statistically. Uh, yeah. Yeah. some blowouts with the four and the gates down the bottom there, isn't there? That's, that's yeah. going to be record-breaking come the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's going to be tough, all right. Um, Penrith, uh, we finished talking about the, the Broncos. I've got a bit of Penrith. Yeah, we got stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you know me, and you're the... And you're, Somewhere on the same, um, in, in that same sphere. Penrith are our least favourite team. We love to despise them. Uh, this hysteria over basically Stephen Crichton grabbing um, Josh uh, Joe Tapani on a, on a whim after that try, and the whole NRL is a meltdown. Oh, again, they just—it's it, funny that all of a sudden they're the big dogs, so everyone wants to cut them down at everything they do. Like, they're the new Melbourne. Everyone hates yeah. them. I mean, it was a bit It was a bit grubby, or, or just a bit, you know, a bit of a dick. It was cheeky. But, but it wasn't that bad. I mean, and I tell you what, Joe Tapani, I love it, love him as a player. Uh, one of the best back rows going around. One of the grubbiest, niggliest players in the NRL. <laughs> yeah, if, that's, if that's Soli Ola standing on the sideline, there's no way that uh, Crichton grabs him. It's because it's, it's, it's Joe Tuppany. So, yeah. you know, everyone needs to get a grip. I think the the um, that, that it was uh, Paul Crawley's beef of the week on NRL 360 uh, last night is a pretty good indicator that everyone is overreacting to the max. And uh, he got a fine, $1,300 or so. 
move on. I mean, you know, the, every yeah. team, every team's got some jerks. I know uh, they highlighted Jerome Luai. He's he's got a bit of niggle, but I mean, man, it's it's working for the Panthers and they're top of the table, unbeaten, the only unbeaten team. I say. I I couldn't believe I opened the old news feed today and was scrolling through and then seen another story about cocky youngsters. Oh, man. It's like, are you still thrashing this out? Yeah. I mean, they, they've won five from five. They've conceded 26 points. Why not focus on that? I mean, geez, I'd prefer, I'd, I'd prefer every warrior to be like Jazz Tavanga on his worst day if we were top of the table unbeaten with only conceding 26 points. Yeah, it's out of it. Some of the journos and that that operate now, but it's just after that trashy news story. It's turned into just a, like a woman's weekly magazine. Some of, it's just yeah. I'm making a story out of see, nothing. I think the most disappointing thing, usually you see, you know, in situations like that, maybe a Paul Kent, you know, towing the other line saying, oh, it's not that big a deal, you know, all yeah. every team does it. Uh, but there hasn't been any of that. I've just been blown away by the way this uh, Panthers thing has exploded. But they won't care. Um, nah, geez, they're playing. They're, they're, I, I don't like them, and I, I don't, I don't want them to win. But I think they'll win. And geez, they play some pretty footy. Uh, they'll win by a fair bit this weekend, I imagine. Um, Thirteen yeah, plus. Thursday. WL tip. Thirteen plus. Yeah, yeah, and you won't get much for that. Might have to go on for about a 20, 20 odd plus. Uh, Friday night kicks off Newcastle and Cronulla. Jeez, fair bit to talk about here too. Newcastle on the ropes a wee bit. Injury hit, losing a few in a row. What they uh, capitulated a bit on the weekend, didn't they? That was shit house. Yeah. Oh, they hammered by the Titans, forty-two sixteen. Yeah. Um, Adam O'Brien under the pump. Um, yeah, and some. Yeah, some big injuries. Caelan Ponga was back. Didn't make too much of a difference. No, a couple of late uh, tries. Problems for the Knights. That's, uh, you know, I guess these are the keep us just sort of um, buttressing us up in that top 10 with these teams going poorly. Yep. Um, and the Sharks. <laughs> wait for them. Boy. Oh, Murray, oh, out the door. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I see what the Sharks are doing. If they think Fitzgibbon's their man, you kind of see where they're coming from. But, geez, you've got to feel sorry for John Morris. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a coach achieve so much with so many um, so many barriers. I mean, he's got an injury-prone, squad full of overpaid crocs. He's still got them to the finals in two weeks. He's been basically halfway out the door um, since he's got there and uh yeah i think it's such a dirty, it. i think it's the first time i've ever seen a coach's mother write into a newspaper expressing her disgust you see that article <laughs> yeah. today with John yeah 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 and um, good on yeah good honor yeah he's been dirtbag it's they were hoping he was going to fail they were i think they were happy to take six six or so losses at the start of this year so he was an easy get yeah, rid of. Yeah, they were hoping. They were hoping that was going to happen. It just hasn't. They've, but like, they've overachieved. They've been without Sean Johnson. They've had some other injury problems. They've put in every game that they've played. You know, you see all these guys that he's brought on. Like Fafita, has he even played a game in first grade? You don't think so. All these guys that have debuted under Morris. Toby Rudolph's going well. William Kennedy's one of the form players in the comp. Yeah. Uh, this, you know, he's... We've had an injury to, to Sione Katoa, so uh, Marwani Hiroti is, is coming to the team and is on fire straight away. 
you know, all these guys that Morris has brought in. Yeah, yeah I, I, think, I, I get it if they think that Fitzgibbon is the next big thing. But, man, he's under some pressure next year if it's given to deliver straight away. And he's probably going to have a very new-look roster. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these guys are either going to get moved on or bail. Um, yeah. And Fitzgibbon, you know, he's had a cushy, a cushy yeah. role with the Roosters. Um, and now he's taken over a basket case club where the, the board is just an absolute nightmare to deal with by the looks of things. <laughs> Yeah, that, uh, this is a tough one. This is a tough one for me to pick because I don't want either of these teams to win. Um, I don't want the Sharks to win after just for karma this weekend. But the Knights, I don't like them either. No, oh, Bob, I, I still have a soft spot for the Sharks, um, and you know Sean's still at the club. And yeah, I guess I wish. Obviously, John Morris has been axed. We forgot to mention that. He's been shoved out the door straight away. Josh Hannay comes in for his second caretaker gig in about six yeah. weeks of footy. He's uh, the caretaker at the end of last year with Paul Green getting shoved out the door. He's actually the fourth caretaker coach the Sharks have had since the start of 2013, which is amazing. Out of it. He's, he's, he must be getting as many jobs. It must have been out of him and George Arliss. Yeah. Oh, Stevie gets a few caretaker jobs yeah, as well, he, doesn't he? He's uh, like... Uh, the uh, what, the, what who was Harvey Keitel and in, in, uh, Pulp Fiction? The uh, oh, the wolf, <laughs> yeah, he comes in and cleans up, clubs messes he's like, like a night watchman. He's like a night watchman, <laughs> in cricket. he just comes in and just holds the wicket just overnight until the, until the batters can come back in tomorrow. Just don't get out, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh man, what geez, I'll tell you what, it's an eventful start to the season. And all these clubs, um, I'm yeah, I'm back in the uh, sharks in here. I think they'll respond. A few of their guys are going pretty well. Uh, they've yeah, probably they bottled it a bit against the Roosters, a game that they very well could have won, leading by 14. Yeah, so they're actually playing pretty well. Yeah, they were. They were. Yeah, I, okay. We'll we'll chuck the money, the TAB multi towards the sharks. Well, speaking of, we may as well uh, check out. Who's the favourite? I mean, I've got no idea who you. That's got to be a dollar ninety each, isn't it? I'm just bringing it up now. It's got to be. How could you pick a favourite in that? Oh, game? maybe the Sharks oh. might be a dollar sixty. Are they? Uh, dollar ninety-seven outsiders. Knights at a dollar eighty. Oh, I'm just going back to Friday. Panthers a dollar o two. Dollar o two. Broncos great value at thirteen. Um, yeah. Now, are they getting any money back yet? Are you getting any money back betting on anything for the Panthers on the Thursday? You're going to have to be picking a prop to go over a four pointer, aren't you? Score yeah. a try at any time. Who you got? What prop are you going to get over? I think James Fisher Harris might muscle his way over for a rare right. try. Let's go. Let's go JFH for JFH. Uh, yeah. To get over for a four pointer, and then Friday we'll go Sharks head to head or for a point start. Oh, uh, I think. Point start. Oh, about, one, about one and a half points, I think. With oh, the, no. uh, but yeah, I think this dollar ninety-seven good value for the sharks. I think they'll yeah. double your money. Might a bit of a spot of bother, and, and worth mentioning. Uh, and you know they're playing the sharks. Have taken on Craig Fitzgibbon, the next next big thing. Air quotes and coaching because he's come under um, Trent Robinson's tutelage and and all that. 
they don't all become great coaches. And the, a case in point is Adam O'Brien under the pump at the Knights. He's a Craig Bellamy pro, protege, built up to be this, you know, the next coaching superstar. He's not. He's. I don't. I think he's underperformed to be honest, given the roster he's had. Anthony Seabold, another, um, another <laughs> Bellamy protege, is, is yeah. you know, stocks there was, guy, there, was a, there was a guy called Steve that was under Bellamy as well, wasn't there, Steve? Yeah, Steve, Steve, uh, Car- Car- Steve Ca- Ca- um, Crabtree. Crabtree, uh, Crabtree. Yeah. that's it, yeah. Yeah, no, he's, you know, he's had some good... Uh, some of them are just great assistants. Um, exactly, and and uh, and and if you want to point the finger at the roaster, the Holbrook's going all right. But then um, and Paul Green had some success, obviously out of a job now. Jason Taylor should never oh, have yeah. got another first grade uh, head coach gig, but did on the strength of his assistant work under Trent Robinson at an appalling time at the Tigers, and will never coach first grade again. I mean, it just doesn't <laughs> always work out. So it you know, Gibbon, it sounds like he is going to be an amazing coach but don't get too carried away it's the um it's the what's it called like it's the it's the good good feeling story as well though isn't it with Fitzgibbon with his old man coaching was it 79 to 82 at the Sharks uh he oh uh, yeah I'd actually totally forgotten about that but Alan Fitzgibbon uh 1987 to 1991 he was the coach of the Sharks um (laughs) oh how far I was only a decade out Oh, you you beat me to the punch. The, the fact that he did coach the Sharks, though, and it, yeah, it's a nice little tie. He took them to a minor premiership in 1988, finals again in '89. So yeah, nice tie there. Did uh, they a minor premiership in '88? Yeah, know. but missed the uh, missed the grand final. Missed the grand. Yeah. Final. Bulldogs. Was that was that Belmain? Belmain yeah. Canterbury. Can- Belmain, Belmain came from a fifth place playoff. So they won like five games in 19 days, and uh, to make the grand final. Yeah, uh, Sharks missed opportunity there, but yeah, good times under Alan Fitzgibbon there. He actually took over from Jack Gibson, the great Jack Gibson in 87. Jack Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> um, History lesson there. Game Friday, is it? It's, we got uh, well, it's a, it's a blockbuster. It's been lost in amongst all the uh, the brouhaha of, of the NRL's week, but it's Melbourne Storm, Sydney Roosters. I mean, Whoa. yeah, much bigger than that. Oh, this is um, this is a biggie, isn't it? Everyone, yep. everyone on board who's still missing from both those squads. This little halfback is oh, a man. very good footy player, isn't he? You don't want to get too excited, put too much on the kid, but the, that last twenty minutes that he produced, and also one pass in the first half, that's as good as you'll see. And but that last twenty minutes for an eighteen-year-old in his second, he was great against us on debut. Just. Yeah. I just solid did his job, but um, tri-assist and then that and that sort of thing just ran the show. But that was just brilliant. That pass for Daniel Tupo is as good as anything I've ever seen. Oh, ridiculous! And where are these people with Hutch? Is it Drew Hutch? Is it Drew Hutchin? Is that his name? Yeah, Drew Hutchison. Yeah. Um, where are these people saying, "Ah, blood him slowly, blood him slowly"? Just yeah. ease him into footy. This is the perfect height. If they're good enough, they're good enough. You talk Sam Walker as the new half. Oh, Sam yeah. Walker! Far out. I'm Doolally. I've got old. I've got old Kevy. Um, Kevy Walker's disease yeah. at this end. I reckon. Drew Hutchinson is his um, fairly steady house partner at the moment. Yeah, Tim, he's quite big. He's a big lad, eh? Yeah, yeah, chunky kind of customer. Doing a good job, but they're actually at number six, especially if you've got, 
a halfback that's going to just come in immediately and run the team like Walker. I mean, he geez, reminds me of a Fitzgibbon getting around that field, a Craig Fitzgibbon. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a bit of a utility type. Um, yeah. But getting, getting back to Walker, I mean, imagine if him and Kerry were there, you're just about oh. safe. Shut the, gate. shut the gate for the premiership. He, yeah, yeah that's just what, and you know, he got us, he got steamrolled for a try in the first half, but he picked himself up, scored a great try himself. So there's some breathtaking try assists, and, and like he, I think it was the try he scored, the go ahead try with like six to go, and then he sealed it yeah. with a, a try assist. Ah, it's loose. He's, you know, a, team I, a team I should hate, but I don't mind them. I don't mind them at all. I reckon they go about it perfectly. Uh, yeah, they're just the best. Well, these two teams playing for oh, this run. Uh, I don't know. I, I honestly think I'm leaning towards the Roosters on the back of um, of what Sam Walker does. Jeez, it's a hell of a matchup. Tedesco and Pappenhausen is going as well as anyone in the comp. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Oh, man. It's going to be a cracking game. Lindsay Collins is back. Adam Kieran getting a spot in, in the number 14 for the Roosters. So good to nice. see. He'd be and, a handy uh, man to have right about now, wouldn't he? Warriors yeah. band. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't mind actually. Uh, although, yeah. uh, money on this one. I reckon, yeah, Roosters, are we? Roosters? Yeah, well, the Storm are $1.35 favourites. I've got to take the, uh, if I'm putting my personal multi on, I'm definitely taking the Roosters with the points plus eight and a half. Oh. Um, that's I think that's great. You know these guys play some very tight games, and the Roosters have a lot of success against the Storm. I know they you know got their injury problems, but geez, I think this is going to be an absolute cliffhanger. Right. And I yeah, I'm, I'm backing, backing. I wouldn't mind a wee bit on the Roosters at over three dollars, and uh, yeah, plus eight and a half. That's good. Far out. Yeah, that's good money. Yeah. Uh, Saturday. Saturday, uh, Seagulls Titans down there. At, oh, it's out at Mudgy this one actually. And the Seagulls they got their first win of the season after a horror first month, and they've got Tommy Trevojevic back. It's all looking up for the Seagulls. Oh, have they got Tommy Turbo back? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, timely given. Geez, I'll tell you what, that was an amusing uh, little. Uh, Sequence of events with Dan, Dylan Walker getting injured with um, old Roger p- pulling his pants up <laughs> over his over him back pant, in. which was clutching his bare ass crack. It was just yeah, it's great rugby league comedy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, timely Tom Turbo's uh, return with uh, yeah. out for some time by the looks of it. It's worth mentioning actually. Going back to it, the Warriors blowing that game. The, the Seagulls losing Walker, and they also lost uh, Jack Gusevsky. Yeah, on. I mean, they, they had some they had some setbacks too. It wasn't just that they're a bad manly team. They're a bad manly team yeah. with setbacks. Anyway, I haven't got much interest uh, in this game, so I I want Manly to win just to drag Titans back. Yeah, we need to. That's the sort of thing. We're in round five, and we already need teams. <laughs> <laughs> we already need teams to lose. Uh, they've been going well. The Titans, after losing to us, they've uh, just they've been going under the radar a bit. No, uh, they had a huge game, didn't they? Yeah. Oh man, what a imagine having that sort of uh, ability yeah, yeah. there. Yes, they're, they're three and two. Um, Yet to claim a big scalp, I mean, they took advantage of a depleted Knights and, and they did that well, 
guys like Brimson are absolutely on fire as well as Fafita. Peachy playing good again. Yeah, Peachy had a blinder the other night. Nice sort of looking team. Big Tino. Um, Tino F is uh, flying in Titans colours. Um, <laughs> Herman SES, he can't even get a game for the side. Yeah. Big Sammy Lasorno is keeping him out. Good to see Aaron Clark get a new deal with the Titans too. And uh, and and amazingly, they're doing it all without uh, Anthony Dom, who's out injured. So, yeah, well, that's oh, Pat, yeah, I'm forgetting about the big one, Patty Herbert. Great, oh, duck. Yeah. great. He got he got a simbin after a, an amazing try saving tackle the other week. But yeah, big game from Patty H, the Herb. Good to see. <laughs> um, yeah, of right, after you rattle off all those names, Titans, 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 thirteen over. Oh, big call. I actually don't mind Manly here. Uh, the 275 outsiders, I'd, uh, I'd take them with the start, actually. Six and a half. Uh, I think, yeah, after a gritty win like that the other night, Titans. Nah, no, I, 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 I can't bet on them the week after beating us. There's no way they will get any any attention from me for a good 14 days. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm almost back in manly head to head here. I just think, yeah, mm-hmm. out of it. Yeah, fair enough. Fair was, enough. I think that was just the uh, little little uh, season turn of the seagulls needed. Moving on, geez, we're barely halfway through the round, mate. We've got to crack on. Right, uh, bust it. South Sydney hosting West Tigers as well. It's kind of both the home ground out at uh, Stadium Australia there. See uh, South Sydney flying, West Tigers absolutely woeful. Yeah, they are they're the worst going round at the moment. Um, These are bad. And can we just say a bit of uh, just R.I.P. Tom Rodonikus, but geez, they didn't honour him. No way. They honour They tried to honour him pre-game, and then they got booed off by half time. <laughs> Unbelievable. I love that crowd. That I love that crowd, man. They, they, yeah, they, Jesus, they great to watch. Back. It was no, great. No, it was great to watch. It was just seeing, you know, geez, games of like that are good to watch. Even I on. Want to sit in one of those trees with a beer, eh? <laughs> yeah. Um, or just, or read, oh, this is an easy one. do them, eh? Yeah, I think this is going to be. Oh, I just don't see. You know, their backs to the wall. The Tigers. I just don't see them. Um, even at the Tigers' best they've been at this year, they won't beat. Nah. Yeah, yeah, picked up a win or just the one win, was it, against New, Newcastle, which was a good yeah, win. Newcastle had an absolute dud game that day. Yeah, and yeah, out of players as well. But South Sydney on fire. Benji, uh, superb. Stepping up for the, the suspended Cody Walker 80-minute performance. Jeez, I mean, Benji. Should the Warriors be even looking at Benji for oh. next year? Jeez, that's not a bad shout. His professionalism is unreal. He's playing sensation job. He's amazing. He's yeah. I um. I'd happily. I'd happily give him a year at the Warriors if if there wasn't the cattle on the market. I'd give him a year happily. I mean, it, it might be the like if he can. You know, you kind of think, oh, he's a thousand years old and and all that. But man, if he's still playing like that, he's been superb for the Rabbitohs. Uh, off He'd still the bench. be quicker than O'Sullivan. Yeah, running backwards, I reckon. He's like he's he looks sprightly, and the backwards man, the backwards man. Yeah, and uh, and I just want someone to give him a contract for next year because if he plays next year, Benji, 
He will be yeah. the first player in the history of the Premiership to play in 20 consecutive seasons, is which is hard? amazing. Like, I mean, you wouldn't have thought that Benji would have done that, not with all his shoulder injuries early in his career, certainly not with his uh, switch to the Blues. He still managed to play in NRL that year. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's equaled the record this year, Cameron Smith and Paul Gallon. Um, oh, they do. Yeah, okay. It was those two, yeah. So, he, yeah, he plays next year. First player to um, to play 20 consecutive seasons and equals the longest career span. Your old mate, uh, Billy Captain Blood Wilson. Billy Blood? Uh, 20, 20 season career span back in the 40s to the 60s, but he had a couple of years in the country interspersed there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just an, for a train spotter like me, that is just... Yeah, yeah. Especially for a player like Benji, who I love. Great Kiwi. How many games has he played? How many he's games has he played? He's 320-odd now. So he's... Gee, he if he plays next year, he's actually going to be injury-free. He'll be um, nudging Cooper Cronk for the second most games of all time, which is mental as well. Shit. Shit. After, yeah, a ill-fated trip to rugby and some... Horrendous up and downs, and some, you know, and several times where it looked like he wasn't going to get a contract. I mean, the Broncos threw him a lifeline, the Tigers threw him another yeah. lifeline. Doesn't look like he was going to get a game this year. Rabbitohs came in at the 11th hour, and he's played well if all of those oh. years. Yeah, yeah. So, with Prattling, love you, Ben. Yeah, yeah, obviously, Rabbitohs all over them this week. Poor old yeah. Michael McGuire. Uh, Big game, and I'm going to be in Tekapo for Tally's 40th this weekend. <laughs> He's taking it to Tekapo. Yeah, and we will be well lit by the time Canberra Raiders kick off against the Parramatta Eels at 9.35 New Zealand time on Saturday night. Out of it. Oh, see, so he's going to have to, you're going to do the late trip up to the Stargazing at the observatory? <laughs> yeah, and get, maybe stream it from there, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> get them to put it on the big screen. Um, oh, is that right? Oh, that, oh, first up, congratulations, Teller. All the best for your 40th. Uh, this game, this is a big game. This is a big game. Yeah, they need to. I, I don't think they were as bad as the 30 10 scoreline looked last week, the Raiders. Uh, and people have been climbing on the Raiders as well. God, everyone's trying to diagnose what's wrong with them all of a sudden. It's like, come wrong. on. No, there's nothing it. at all wrong with them. Yeah, they've had some bad luck, obviously, against us. Tough draw, uh, I think, in some injuries. I think they're still on track for the top four. They're just they're quality side. Um, yeah, Eels. They were unbeaten getting into last week, and then got pantsed a bit by the Dragons. Could have Dragons have just been unbelievable the last two weeks, man. Yeah, wow. yeah. That, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they're our opponents this week, so we'll obviously dissect them. But man, um, yeah, I think Raiders need this. But the Eels are be keen to bounce back too. It's a game of the week one for me, I think. Even yeah, more so. I'll, I'll, just, back, I'll go with the cam. I'll go with Raiders in this one. I think Raiders will do it at home, and I think they they might just yeah do it for tally. See if yeah. we can the right tally on their uh, wrist strapping this weekend. Do it for tally. So we need we need to get um how many is that? Nine Raiders fans to make up a sign each. Like do Seinfeld, go Devils, but <laughs> yeah. um, paint their chest, paint their do it for tally. Yeah. It's only April, it's not too cold down there yet, surely. 
Um, yeah, right. Raiders, Raiders, easy. It's still a boring yeah. game to me. I haven't got much interest. Oh, really? in it. I, I like that. Well, I'm going to be being there with Tally. Yeah, uh, that's what there. Yeah, adds adds something to it. And if it, I was there with Tally, didn't get the invite by the way. But if I was there with Tally, I'd probably <laughs> I'd probably be pretty pumped on enjoying that game with the lad myself. Um, Saturday, Worth. are we first up Saturday? Uh, Sunday. Um, Sunday, it's just, Sunday. Also, just worth mentioning, Chance Nickel. Oh yeah. Uh, out for a wee while. Uh, Caleb Aikens, the Northlander, gets his first run in the Raiders, number one. Um, he's got some promise, this kid, hasn't he? Yeah, he does. He, yeah, I guess didn't, he moved there from the Panthers, where he did well when given the chance. Um, but I think Chance is a big loss. He's, you know, he plays a Roger-like role for them and yeah. does very well. Um, they'll miss him. Uh, we are first up, 4 o'clock, the first 4 o'clock Sunday game. Yeah. Being, I was complaining about it to Ruth on last Sunday. The footy not kicking off till 6.05pm. It's BS. That's a joke, yeah. We've got our Sunday afternoon 4 o'clock fix, and it's uh, Dragons and Warriors. We're still going to be in Tekapo for this one. Hopefully, uh, Tally's not going to be a, uh, a, a birthday, uh, you know, a birthday Grinch and not let us watch it. Because. Oh, he wanted all about him. He'll be like, no, we're going to do the cake. <laughs> no, we're doing, we're doing speeches now. <laughs> <laughs> speeches. No, we're all going to go for a walk around the lake. There's a walk. It's a 45-minute loop track. We're going to do the loop track. We have to do it at 4 p.m. <laughs> um, and this is a tough game. This is this is quite horrible with the way the Dragons have been playing. Yeah, so four on, four on the trot for the Dragons. I I'm gutted about it because they're my spoon pick. I can't stand him. I'm not a fan of Anthony Griffin, but he's done it again. He comes in for a first year and has a blinder first year. He did it at the Broncos, third. Did it at the Panthers, sixth. Um, and he's looking like doing it again. The bottom will fall out of this team, I've got no doubt, but he's got them humming at the moment. Oh, that Lomax, that Lomax is going amazing. Jack Bird, fine, and I'm happy for Jack Bird. Yeah, same. Um, Hunt's out injured. Adam Clune is coming, having blonde. Duffy is absolutely on fire. The pack. How's, has... how's this cutout pass Duffy's found this year? I know. That's insane. Just these big rainbows. Him and Sam Walker just on. <laughs> uh, uh, Tariq Sims is. Yeah, yeah he's really discovered it. Paul Vaughan on fire. Uh, Josh McGuire's in the 21. Former Come. warrior Avaro. Daniel Avaro. Poasa is not on the side this week. Uh, maybe he missed out last week. Yeah, that another. Kurs, that Kurs. I like Kurs as well. Yeah, geez, he's a big unit. He's a big body. He's a Kane Evans body playing yeah. with Kane Evans, um, what Kane Evans should be playing like. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a tough one after last week. Big turnaround. Uh, we've had we'll have nine days to get over it. Um, guess so who we, we got? Who we got back this week? Who we, okay? Who, so these are the these are the changes. Um, Peter Hicko back on a wing with uh, with Montoya, Montoya uh, retained at centre there. Surely we'll see that change. Um, Coming back in, Bunty named on the bench. He's retained. I think we'll see a swap around here. Lisa Armand Tohu is the starting props still. Um, Kane Evans retained. Tom Ale demoted. Tom Ale was far better performer. Yeah. Excuse for uh, for that. 
don't know if we'll see Tom Ale in the 17, but we may see Jamal Tauna Brown, who is named in the reserves, back from suspension coming for I imagine Evans. I mean, that's the only logical thing. The only reason he's out of the team is suspension. It's been superb for us yeah. since the last season. I just wouldn't, I'd be very surprised after, what, two or three weeks out, JTB doesn't come straight back into the 17. Paul Turner still keeps the spot in the 17. Um, you know, like, I'm not quite sure what. Is, the, what does it do, though? What does it do? It doesn't I, I, add anything to the team. It's, you know, if, on the if, field. if Montoya didn't get injured in the 59th minute it was, what what was Turner's role? Did he Does he even get on the field? I mean... That is but, the problem. It's 1-17 to 17 should have roles. They should have a role and be adding something. But all it is is giving them 10 minutes of experience and you can't there. Nah, I don't and, know, get rid of the bobby calf, put the bobby calf out, Montoya, yeah. and put Turner on there on a wing outside Hiku. Yeah. Get some spark going. Exactly, um, and yeah, just don't. I don't quite know what the you know when we're a bit short on troops. Adams out is such a big blow. Just carrying that sort of emergency player in the seventeen just doesn't work for the Warriors. You'd be far better off. Um, He's better off going back to the Dolphins and bullying some people and getting confidence for eighty minutes. And with Evans, do you wonder if with Evans? They feel like they, he is the next cab off the rank just because he was an off-season boy. And, yeah, and they probably overpaid him. That's <laughs> probably why. We're going to get some money back, yeah. Ah, screw him. He can run the sausage sizzle. <laughs> yeah, go, you know, get him, get him doing some other jobs for you. Yeah. Uh, the other big one. So, Ali Katoa dropped Josh Curran straight into the starting second row. Um, straight I, I don't mind the idea of dropping Ali Kato being disappointing. I probably haven't really seen a Warriors player have this sort of level of second-year syndrome that I can remember in recent memory. No. Uh, he just – uh, part of it, he just can't – that combination with Nick Rammer has just absolutely disappeared and he just can't get himself in the game, you know, five, six runs a game. Uh, just not featuring at all, and he's so dynamic as a rookie. I don't mind him being dropped. I have a problem with him being the only player from that 17 last week being dropped, though. And I also have a problem with Josh Curran being the player that comes in from straight into the starting lineup. I, 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 I like I like um, Katoa going and finding some form, hmm. going down, and he, geez, he looks slow. He looks so slow out there. Whereas last yeah. year he looked explosive, but um. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't at all mind that, but it's a strange one bringing Curran straight in onto the. I have to think that we're going to see some sort of rejagging in that twenty-one. It'll be interesting when it gets cut down to nineteen uh, the day before. Who you know? We're, we're I'd rather I'd rather put Bunty on to start with Leeson, bring Ale onto the bench, and put Tohu back in the second row. Yeah, get him starting on the edge and moving to the middle like it's been. And then so- have Curran on the bench. Yeah, I yeah. Oh, well, we'll see, Brownie, mate. See, Brownie. Start, I don't know. It's, hope this isn't the start of a crumble and a new coach-finding mission and da-da-da. Because I quite like Nathan Brown's noise after the game. He's so disappointed, and, uh, you know, you like to see that. There's, there's yeah. no sticking up for the players. Yeah, we defended well. Attack was appalling. I heard that he was um, livid with some of the senior players. Maybe he's given some of them a, another crack. Um, yeah. 
But yeah. and if they serve, if some of those guys serve up what they served up last week, uh, the uh, asses going to be on Brown to you know maybe roll the dice a bit with his lineup because and maybe that is why he's doing a crazy thing like a current in that. Maybe he's thinking, "Bugger it, I'm going to start. I'm going to start trying something a bit different." Start, yeah. Because he was always known as a rebuilding type coach, wasn't he? So yeah. yeah. He looks like a good bloke. I hope he does well. I hope he because he does look like he's a good bloke. bloke. Uh, yeah, I liked his post match presser. Looks just... great in the green t shirt and the um grey male shorts, eh? Yeah. It's a real good colour on him. Real good colour. The Kelly Green and the Grey Male. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Can you tip us? Can you tip us for the win, Brad? Uh not after the not after the last hundred and forty minutes of footy. And not what the dragons you've got to give the dragons their dues, man. They have been pretty much the most impressive team the last couple of weeks. They have yeah. fought the defence far out. It's just like a brick wall. To beat that, the Eels team that was on fire, the way they did it, it was especially yeah. impressive. I've been sort of just trying to keep them out of my mind and not give them any credit. You know, beat a Newcastle, yeah. Anley, Cowboys, all kind of pretty ordinary sides this year, but the way that they put away the Eels... Yeah. What's the, uh, yeah. What's the point start? What's the worry? What's it's the... not enough. We're two. We're dragons dollar forty three favourites. We're at two seventy five point starts at six points. Oh, that's, not, no, that's not enough. I definitely wouldn't be getting too uh, frivolous with the uh, with the supermarket budget on two seventy five for the Warriors. Maybe have a little nudge at six point. I think we'll see a bounce back, but maybe not yeah. quite to beat the. Uh, the Saints down there at Jubilee. Oh, that's not a happy hunting ground for us either. It's not often that we, um, you know, better bring up the stats on that. It's not too often that we don't tip the Warriors, that we can't find a way to tip us somehow. But I just, uh, yeah, after last week, I think, yeah. you know, we'll see something better, but we won't quite see um, what we're looking for. So, yeah, if you, if you want the stats here, Brad, we haven't beaten the Dragons at Cogra, as it was previously known, since 2003. We've beaten them away. We broke that drought at, um, at Wollongong, the 22-year drought in 2018. We've actually won four straight against the Dragons, the team that we have the worst record of any team against. But, yeah, haven't won at Cogra since 2003. Our only win there. Oh, well. Oh, hopefully at least we put in an effort. Like last year when we were having those losses. Yeah, like you just want to see it bounce back. Yeah, the yeah, two exactly. it's, it's, it would be great, but I just think that, uh, yeah, we just, like the, the last week was diabolical. You want to see them match it with a form side. And yeah. if the result falls away, great. If it doesn't, well, we can cop it. Yeah, exactly. So who we got left? I'm trying to troll. Oh, it must be Cowboys. And Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Cowboys. Oh, get it, Kenny. Get it. Oh, it's on hang the top. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Cowboys, who have we not seen? Sydney team. Is it a Sydney team? It is, it is. Yeah, warmer. Sydney time. Uh, South Dark. He's flipping the guess who tiles of all the non-Sydney teams there. Yeah. Uh, oh, I can't. I've got it. I've got it. Oh, it's the Bulldogs, mate. You're so close. Oh, the dogs. They just Sorry. never come into my mind anymore. I just uh, that I never ever think of the dogs. You forget they even exist. That's yeah. so uncompetitive. Jeez, they're so bad. They, at least good to see them get a try on the weekend or two. <laughs> Unfortunately, they conceded 52 points. 
Oh, so Cowboys. Far out. That, was Cow- an odd, that was an odd game, Cowboys, last week, wasn't it? Wow. They just exploded. And I know that yeah, people bagging the Tigers out, boot off at halftime. Some of the jammy tries. Like, I mean, oh. those weren't, those weren't, there was a couple of real bad defensive efforts from the Tigers, but some of them were just bounce of the ball, chip and chases. How you can't defend that Tamai field a Fido try. Boot that oh. guy just unbelievably fast. And just burned him. Burned him. And That's he, the similarities of his try. And who was the other guy? Blacklock. The Blacklock try. Yeah. At same ground. At the same ground. Yeah. 19 yeah. earlier. Um, it was, yeah, it was brilliant. I love that uh, side by side. That was actually Nathan Blacklock's was to win a game in the last minute. So Was it? Yeah, that is, yeah, one of the all time great. That takes the votes there. But, uh, I mean, just, yeah, mouth-watering what uh, old the hammer can do. Uh, he's injured, though, isn't he? Is he playing? Yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's out. Um, yeah. So I didn't actually catch that, what I haven't done, but, yeah, so that's oh, a boat. Man, he's, yeah. And Toddy P, put him in the, in the centres. What was he thinking? Chucks him back on the wing, scores, try the season. <laughs> Um, um Tamalolo uh, back, is he? Or is he out of the uh, yes, yes he is. Back. Straight back in at thirteen. Um nah, go Toddy P. I, I want the Cowboys to win. Yeah, no, nah, I think rediscovering that uh bit of attacking spark and yeah, Bulldogs. Yeah. Just even if it. even if they didn't, they're still twelve points better than the dogs. I think so. Uh yeah. well. Yeah, um, I'd probably wouldn't have said that actually before last weekend. But yeah, great to see from the Cowboys uh, last week. I think oh, I'll do that up in Townsville when there's the round. Jeez. Gee, that was a long haul. We might have to do a quick. When do you go to Tikapo? Um, head down on Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Sure, on, on Friday, once I finish work, shall we do a quick chance of special and a bit of. Maybe a couple of light-hearted stories. Yeah, yeah, we're we we're, we're bit behind the uh, chance of boys are under the pump. I'm not sure if the game's even up yet. So yeah, we we might have to do a wee bit of a uh, yeah, just have a have a beer, have a twenty minute have a pod. beer in a special edition. Quick pump out a twenty minute pod. I'll be celebrating the pouring of my slab on my oh, new home. The, yeah, so like... the listeners will be uh, gagging to hear about that. Um, <laughs> Well, I'm not sure they will. It's probably just as interesting as anything else we talk about. Yeah, uh, probably not wrong there. And I think we've, uh, we might have actually broken our record for the longest pod, Brad. Maybe the only one longer was the ill-fated uh, two-part Christmas pod of 2019. So, uh, yeah, that's what happens when we take a couple of weeks off. Yeah, we've got a lot to talk about. A lot to catch up on, brother. Yeah, well, thanks for everyone if you've uh, made it this far and, yeah, tune in. We'll see if, what we can do on Friday. Post-match pod, probably not going to happen this week. So, we'll, yeah, I'll give you a wee bit of extra gear this week. But uh, thanks for your patience. Uh, we actually didn't get any messages about where's the pod in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> no one asking about us. Yeah, Please, so that's a bad song. What if we're in a car at the bottom of a lake? Yeah, can you at least yeah, DM us and just check oh, we're yeah. okay? God. Let's get in touch with Tracy, yeah. <laughs> Trace or something, just to see if I'm all right. Yeah. Sort of mates. Oh well. Oh well. Okay. Okay. Anyone's looking for me, I'll be I'll be down the beat down the pond skimming rocks with Kibby. <laughs> just chucking rocks into a river. Yeah, a couple of down your luck blokes. <laughs> the fishing hole that hasn't seen a fish in sixteen years. <laughs> ah, sweet, we're oh geez, I don't need to prattle anymore. This has been about four hours worth. I'm going. Have a good okay. week. Yeah, yeah, see you, mate. See everyone. 
and I'll catch you later in the week.